Welcome to another episode of the Business Exchange, How Business Works, brought to you by the American Business Council. Now, this is a bi-weekly program where business executives and industry experts share insights on how business works and highlight the biggest stories in business and policy. And as always, our guests would make bold predictions on various sectors of the economy, or at least uh, they'll give us a sense of uh, the future direction in their area of expertise. Now, uh, today, our focus will be on investing in human capital, or what I would call accelerating human capacity for the private sector. Our guests will share what his organization does around promoting innovative, comprehensive, and sustainable migration policies. The, you know, obviously, we have heard several stories and reports about Africans migrating and, you know, really um, going through um, all kinds of unimaginable um, ways and things to be able to get to what they believe is the promised land. And this has led to the loss of human capacity, which um, we know, obviously, that if we mitigate the issues around uh, migration, um, this human cap capital loss would uh, reduce. According to the UNDP, um, about 93% of almost 2,000 irregular migrants surveyed experienced danger on their way uh, and on their journey. I even still believe that this is um, really conservative. But the only 2% said that this um, greater awareness of the risk would have caused them to stay home, which means that they rather, you know, um, the devil, the WC, and the, the 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 horrible desert is better than you know the devil who they imagine are the challenges um, they face at home. So um, these and other findings emerge from a landmark report by the UN uh, DP program uh, called "Scaling um, Scaling Fences: Voices of Irregular African Migrants uh, to Europe," uh, and this was produced to close gaps in the global evidence base and paint a clearer picture or why irregular migrants move from Europe, up from Africa to Europe. So we can, you can find this on um, our website. The link would be on our website, is, is on our website and it shows, um, you know, how um, this, this uh, Africans, how Africans uh, migrate. And it's, it's really an interesting uh, piece. So please go to our website to look for, for this. Um, so to join this program, also follow us at abcouncil underscore ng um, on Twitter and the hashtag to use is how business works. Now joining us today is Alex Mutenko. Uh, he is a project manager of the International Center for Migration Policy Development. I, I would also add that um, he has been very much involved in 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 great projects, you know, similar and even more um, since 2017 in Nigeria. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the show. Hi, Margaret. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for this opportunity to, to talk to you and your audience about who we are and what we're doing in Nigeria. Thanks a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my pleasure. Um, so, Alex, uh, can you please share with um, the audience um, more details about uh, the the International Center for Migration Policy Development, um, that's uh, for short ICMPD, and why is um, your work or your work is why is it critical, um, especially to African nations like Nigeria? Well, absolutely, Margaret. Uh, we're an international organization working on migration issues. 
Um, as, as you correctly pointed out, uh, irregular migration is globally an important issue and we are a growing organization. Currently, we have more than 380 staff members in 18 member states, with Germany, Malta and Turkey becoming member states just in recent years. And also a few additional countries have, have, have expressed their interest to join the organization. ICMPD holds UN observer status and cooperates with more than 570 partners, including the United States Department of State, the African Union, the European Union and uh, UN agencies. Uh, well, our headquarters in Vienna, Austria, but we, we do operate in more than 90 countries worldwide, focusing primarily in Africa, Central and South Asia, Europe and the Middle East. In Nigeria, we have a diplomatic mission and for many years we've been working in the country and in the, in the broader West African region on providing capacity building, technical assistance and policy advice to governments, ECOWAS and uh, relevant stakeholders. Well, as you mentioned, Margaret, migration is, is a very complex phenomenon and it is here to stay. Based on solid data, research and partnerships, we develop and implement results-oriented solutions, focusing on making migration and mobility of people orderly, safe and regular. That said, in Nigeria, irregular migration, and often with help of smugglers, is an issue. The main drivers of for irregular migration are economic, in our opinion. So, uh, these are the lack of, for example, sustainable livelihoods and plainly speaking, well-paying jobs. The underlying demographics is also a major factor. The population in Nigeria, as we know, is expected to double by 2050. And with more than half of Nigerians being under the age of 30, by some estimates, the youth unemployment has been increasing and there is potentially a risk that the economy may struggle to absorb them. On the positive side, of course, this young and very energetic workforce can be a huge advantage. Uh, now, Tackling the so-called root causes of irregular migration is, in, is anchored in ICMPD's founding documents. And in our work, uh, we put very strong focus on economic and development aspects, which are critical for better functioning migration framework. And here, the private sector is an essential partner, creating now nine out of 10 jobs in developing countries, boosting innovation, expertise and service delivery, among other things. Uh, well, beyond facilitating investment and job creation for migrants and uh, also, by the way, vulnerable to irregular migration populations through public-private initiatives, there are many other opportunities for cooperation with the private sector in, this, uh, in the area for, for instance, mobility, skills building, partnerships with diaspora and reintegration of return migrants. Well, just to conclude on your question, we focus really on approaches that are impactful and sustainable, making sure that interests of our partners, including the private sector, are taken into consideration. So this is, I hope, uh, was enough an introduction to what ICMPD is doing in Nigeria, but happy to elaborate more. Th thanks a lot, Alex. I mean, this is very, um, a very interesting um, opening to 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 um, to this conversation um, and you know um, because the issue around migration has been is both sensitive and in a sense you know um, it is it's ironical uh, that we talk about the population of Nigeria we talk about the youth 
And, and then um, when we look at this, the, the, the information we have around um, the, the most recent economic impact survey from, um, from uh, the US and uh, the American Business Council, we observed that one of the issues that bedevil US companies in Nigeria um, is, is, is the issue around um, lack of skills, labor, you know, skilled labor. So, you know, having the best fit for the, the, the roles um, and, and, and the kinds of jobs they have. So it's, it's almost like you have a lot of people, but you, you don't have the kinds of people you need for the job you need to do. And, it, it, you know, it kind of just keeps going um, on and on. But again, we will get, we'll get to, we'll get to um, that. I, I recall that from the last conversation you and I had, uh, mm -hmm. You mentioned, and again, perhaps what I just shared is a rider to that to this um, this 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 question I'm going to ask. Uh, so that last conversation you, we had, you mentioned that ICMPD is constructing a business pack, which is led by a consortium of uh, European and Nigerian private sector players. Uh, can you share more on this? Um, you know, to the people listening at home and offices, of course, uh, virtual offices maybe, and what it hopes to um, achieve with this business pack. So what does your organization hope to achieve with this business pack? Um, of course, Margaret. Well, in that specific case, ICMPD actually developed and is promoting this public-private partnership initiative called Echo Social Market Economy in Enugu, Nigeria, or shortly uh, ESME. Well, it focuses on creating favorable economic uh, environment and encouraging investment by international companies to contribute to local social economic development. Well, with that, we aim actually to provide sustainable livelihoods to Nigerian youth through education and employment, thereby tackling some of the earlier mentioned root causes of irregular migration. And Enugu, which is located in southeast Nigeria, is just one among many promising locations in the country presenting many diverse opportunities in, for example, construction, manufacturing, energy, agriculture, and food processing. The, the, that location has comparatively low cost of labor and land, rather limited competition, relatively good security, and very strong partners, including the local government. Um, now, speaking about the favorable investment environment, some of the key issues for European and international investors in Nigeria as we've heard, are the lack of appropriate infrastructure and, as you said, well-trained workforce. In particular, if you train about, if you talk about the um, technical sectors, such as construction and manufacturing, and this is precisely what our initiative is addressing. So the first component focuses on the construction of a business park based on the uh, modern eco-friendly and efficient technologies providing essentially water, sanitation, energy, internet, and security. All the basics which you know each company needs to operate. By the way, the excess energy and water will be provided to the local community at prices that are cheaper than the existing ones. Um, this, is, this is the idea. Um, the development of this business park presents a unique partnerships, uh, partnership between Godfrey Koi University, a, um, a growing private Catholic university in Inugu, and European investors, whereby the business park is located on the second, on the large second campus of the university, which is just 10 minutes away from the international airport of Inugu. Uh, the overall investment volume is around 24 million euros, 
and the project is supported by the Austrian Development Bank and the European Investment Bank. So the construction of the business park has started already this year, despite COVID-19 situation, and the co-infrastructure will be available by the end of 2021. That said, we already have 10 European companies who have committed to invest and establish their production or distribution facilities in the park. And they're moving in this year. 10 more companies are interested, and of course, the park will be able to accommodate many more. The companies, mostly European SMEs, are interested in pursuing vast opportunities in, in the Nuga and the broader Nigerian market in the framework of this public-private partnership, which is, by the way, supported by the federal local governments. Uh, and that provides, of course, additional reassurance. But that's, of course, not all. So recognizing the lack of well-trained workforce is a major obstacle for investors under the second component of the initiative, which is, by the way, supported by the German government and the German Corporation for International Cooperation, JZ short, um, we're developing a vocational training center in partnership with the investing companies and the university. So we call it the center of practical skills and the center will be based as well in the business park to train and certify Nigerian technical workers say plumbers, electricians, masons, welders, manufacturing technicians, and so forth, really based on the needs of international investors in Inugu and beyond. So the training in, will include theory and practice, in particular in terms of traineeships with investing partner companies. So in, in the medium to long term, we really hope to, to have this unique partnership with the university, which will really give an opportunity to provide the companies well-qualified workers trained based on their preferences at all levels, from technicians to management. Finally, we recognize that international investors need local partners to succeed. Therefore, next year we plan to establish a startup center, the third pillar of the initiative, which is also largely private sector driven. And this is to support entrepreneurship and the establishment of strong local businesses that could work with the international investors on servicing and distribution. In particular, we aim to empower the graduates of the skills center who would like to start their own business, um, in particular after their traineeship. Now, while these individuals can be supported and will be supported through specialized training on business management and funding through our existing cooperation with the Nigerian microfinance bank and investment from European partners. Uh, this, to is conclude, really, this is really great, uh, but just go, go ahead. I mean, I, no, I just want, I, I, was, I, was, I was closing <laughs> with that saying that okay, what we're trying to see to create is really an integrated ecosystem, um, really beneficial to all partners involved, resulting in job creation, economic development as well, as well as specific opportunities for international local companies. Yeah, so, so that that's that's really fantastic. And you know what the way I'm looking at it, this is almost like a 360 degree meeting the needs. You know, it's almost like well, these are the things we the challenges we have. These are the things to meet the needs. We're talking about startups. You know, we we we're having. Uh, I'm sure if they they kind of do a rundown on um, countries with the largest startups in 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 the continent. Uh, you probably have Nigeria on the on the very much on the radar. So that's really fantastic and also having the business but just a 
another question that came to me while you were talking is like, what's the capacity of the business park? I'm not sure if you mentioned that, but if you did, maybe kind of, I, I, I kind of didn't quite hear, but what's the capacity? Because right now you said you have 10 companies that have committed, uh, you know, yep. that are adhered to the park. But what's the, what's the capacity? That's the first question. And then uh, the second one is, how are you working around creating awareness around this? Because this is such a, you know, great project. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not. I've not seen a lot of that, you know, in the papers. I'm not seeing a lot of that being discussed within, you know, the business cycle um, sec, um, cycles and and things because it's 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 really really um, uh, what I would consider a game changer. One, it will reduce migration issues. It will improve. Um, uh, better. It will have better uh, skilled workforce and 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 and, and increase employability. Um, it would uh, make a lot of uh, uh, companies really want to uh, come because obviously the business pack kind of would be um, a, 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 a one need in terms of you know the things you need the um, uh, whether it's a power and, and all that would really be a, a place where you're able to um, transact businesses without the the usual headache um, headache and challenges we know um, in emerging countries um, including Nigeria uh, and then obviously the partnership with the university um, you know that that a bit about you know business and the marriage between the business and and uh, you know the academia is something that so it's it's almost like you're touching all you have all these fantastic touch points um, so can you? I don't. I don't know if you have sure, sure. I, questions, I, but I <laughs> <laughs> no, I got your questions. And, and thank you. The last of the first one, or any, anyhow you want to start. Mm. No, thank you very much, and thanks a lot for the positive feedback. Oh, Margaret, it only took us really two years to develop this. I mean, uh, but we really tried to look into everything. What are the needs are? We did a lot of research. We did a lot of conversations with people who've been doing this for years talking about investment in Nigeria. So we tried to basically create a system that could work. Um, and in terms of why you don't hear much about this, well, look, maybe with two motors, but we really tried to make sure it works first because we go out global and, and start telling, you know, broader public about this. Of course, we've been having a lot of conversations with the government partners, uh, with the local community, of course, with the diaspora. So. We have been informing uh, quite a few different groups, but in terms of, yeah, I mean, there's some articles in the Austrian media, for example, so it's been out there, but it's, you're right, it's not too big, but we really want to make sure things are working and there are a lot of obstacles on the road, but uh, now it has been actually developing pretty good, so we're, we're very optimistic. And in terms of the scale, so look, we have this vision 25-25, so we'll, we'll have 25 companies by 2025. This is what, what we're trying to achieve, but I think we, we've been a bit modest there as well. So the, the companies, there are quite a lot of companies which are interested. So I said 10 have already committed, we have another 10 lined up. I think we'll meet that target really before 25, so answering the question. That's that's great. That's really, 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 really great. Um, because I, I'm thinking of, you know, are there road shows that have been happening, but with uh, the capacity pegged at 25, I'm sure you you, you don't want uh, an overselling. <laughs> so, um, and I, I, is there an opportunity for an expansion? 
Absolutely, Margaret. So what we're trying to do is we have a modular approach to increasing the capacity. So we're starting with what is needed now for these 10 companies, already planning to expand these um, in terms of you know energy supply, in terms of water sanitation, so on and so forth. So the beauty of the con concept, we're working with a, uh, uh, an Austrian, a famous Austrian planning company that is really developing this approach. So this can easily be scaled up. So if after this year, going into the next year, we see that there's continuing interest, the capacities can be easily added. So I think this is the way we planned from the beginning and we hope that it could work work out for for our projected growth as well. Fantastic. So so um, obviously um, the American Business Council um, in partnership with um, ICMPD, you know, and the Federal Ministry of Industry, Trade and Investment uh, plans to hold a virtual roundtable on this project. Uh, so I, I would just, just like to get your thoughts ahead of this project and ahead of this um, this roundtable what you expect or what participants should expect uh, from the roundtable? Well, first, Margaret, I got to tell you, we're really happy about our cooperation with the American Business Council. And these are excellent opportunity to present our initiative to U.S. companies who are either already operating in Nigeria or may be considering that. So we're also very excited about the participation, uh, well, the cooperation with the Federal Ministry of uh, the Federal Minister of Industry, Trade and Investment and the planned participation of Honorable Minister Richard Adeni Adebayo. So the event will be really a virtual roundtable taking place on April 29 at 3 p.m. Uh, Nigerian time. So together with ABC, uh, we plan to talk about investment opportunities in Nigeria and specifically about this initiative actually. So what is important is that the participants will be able to ask questions and interact directly with the CEO of the Business Park project, who is also participating in the event. We hope this way uh, various aspects can be clarified as needed. So, and we of course look forward to welcoming interested US companies to the event. Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, you know, I have a lot of questions to ask, and I'm sure as we are working towards the planning of this um, program and this uh, roundtable, um, a lot of that would emerge because it's, it's a project that's very, very close to my heart. Issues around having a skilled workforce is, is really um, the answer to, to a lot of challenges that we have, even, even issues around security challenges, because when people are employed, uh, gainfully employed, that may reduce the need to begin to think of other ways to, you know, earn money that are not um, obviously not legal ways of uh, any money, and that's to put it mildly. Um, but sadly, um, I, I, I guess these questions will be, you know, off off um, offline uh, because we have come to the end of this show. Um, you can listen to this on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, and on Spotify. And for further details of our guests, visit our website's podcast uh, page, www.abcnig.com. So see you um, in our next episode, same time, Tuesday, April the 27th. Thank you for listening. Bye.